On this episode of I Love Collin County Show, we welcome Ruth Thompson with Hugs Cafe Incorporated. Hi, Ruth. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited about being here. Good. So, Ruth, tell us a little bit about Hugs Cafe and your mission. Some people in town may have heard a little bit about it. Some may have not heard anything at all. Can you kind of give a give us an overview about the Hugs organization in general? I would love to. Uh, Hugs Cafe was started because um, of uh, issue with employment for adults with intellectual or developmental disabilities in this country and throughout the world. Um, 82.3% of individuals with special needs or disabilities do not have a job. So um, I had a dream of a cafe that employed adults with special needs in 2012, two nights in a row, and um, my husband said, we've got to do it. Prior to this dream or during this time, I was teaching adults with special needs how to cook at home and uh, just heard how much they wanted to have a job. They wanted to have a purpose, just like everyone else. And we opened our doors in October of 2015 uh, with 23 teammates or adults with special abilities. And uh, five and a half years later, we're going strong. We have a cafe. We have added uh, classes, prep classes, teaching other adults with special needs how to um, cook at home. And we said, how can we do more? So we now have Hugs Greenhouse, which is, is not at the same location as the cafe. Uh, it's in the country of McKinney. I mean, not the country of McKinney, but <laughs> it is in uh, McKinney's country. Oh, that's not right either. But um, The countryside ha- of McKinney. There you go. A, a realtor, of course, is going to come up with the right descriptive word. Um, but we grow bedding plants and sell them to the general public and to landscapers. We have seven teammates, we call them, who work there. Uh, We had five. We just added two more. And that's what our mission is about increasing employment for adults with special needs. That's awesome. Every time our family's been to the cafe for lunch, one of our favorite places to go, we always notice that All of the team members are so happy to be there. What do you guys do? What are kind of some of the activities you do to keep the morale up and everyone so so happy to be working at Hugs? You know, that's a great question and statement because uh, when we first started, um, there there really has been a perception of people with special needs by, by some individuals that, you know, maybe it's uh, a sad place. But as you're saying, it is so the opposite. Absolutely. They don't have worries. They, we do nothing. They give it to us. They give the happiness to us. Um, they don't have worries. They come to work ready to go to work and wanting to do something and, be, and, and to be with their friends. Um, we're con- all of us are considered each other's friends there. So... It, it is a happy place, and, and they know without something like hugs, they would be sitting at home with no purpose. 
So, yeah, it, it is a very happy place. Yes, I love it. You leave joyful. They spread their sunshine to you when you go and visit Hugs. They do, and, and I'm constantly saying if you leave Hugs in a bad mood, then you need therapy. Or <laughs> <laughs> you can you come, have a problem. <laughs> you can come in in a bad mood, but you cannot leave that way. Uh, not with with our teammates who just want nothing but joy. And to they're so glad you're there. And you can feel it. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I love how their personalities shine through. You've got um, you've got the jokers in there. You've got your hard workers. You've got your folks that just obviously love um, dealing with people, love greeting people. So it's it's so fun to see each of their individual personalities and how they let that shine through work. We we really do, and and I love the fact that this location. We're blessed with this location, and it, we had to do no build out with it. And when I walked in and saw that it had an open kitchen concept so that our customers can see our teammates working in the kitchen, that, that had to be it. Uh, because we want them, we want you to know that our teammates are back there making that chicken salad and they make the potato salad and, and they're involved in every aspect of the cafe. Um, so we want people to see that. And, yeah, talking about personalities, we <laughs> have a wide, varied personalities there, yes. I love it. And you can't get a better location than the McKinney Square. That's I mean, right. it's just such a beautiful place. That is absolutely correct. Um, uh, uh, my having the dream of this restaurant was certainly something from God. Having this location is certainly something from God. Uh, it's owned by some friends of mine, and uh, they knew about what we wanted to do, and they said, we want hugs in our building. So, uh, and being downtown McKinney, uh, we love it when, like, Arts in Bloom and, yes. you know, all of the festivals. So it, it's pretty awesome. Absolutely. Such a fun place just to walk around and the beautiful weather and... Love it. Yes. Stop in for a sandwich. <laughs> Stop in for a sandwich or a wedding cake cookie. That's what we're known for. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't had the wedding cake cookies. Oh, I have. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't leave without the cookies. Right. But, I mean, we have even shipped them. Uh, boy, I think it was South Carolina. We shipped 500 to someone's wedding. Oh, that's uh, awesome. So they want, you know, twofold. They're, they're getting... They use these instead of a wedding cake, and they're supporting a great mission. So uh, it, it's pretty wild the way that the whole country finds out about us. And I think that was South Carolina. And today, actually, had a, a gentleman coming in, or he came in from South Carolina interviewing me, wanting to know, how did you do this? How do, we, how do I do this? How do we start something somewhere else? Oh, that's um, so cool. Who knows where the next hug will Hugs will be. That's really exciting to yeah. hear. Yeah. So I think in a previous conversation, we had talked about, you know, the mission of Hugs is to um, have folks with special needs or disabilities prepared for employment elsewhere. And when they find that employment elsewhere, sometimes they find that um, they really loved 
it at hugs. Not that they don't love it at the new place, but have you, is that still kind of an issue for you or? Okay. Um, our initial vision was that we would train them, employ them for a while to give them experience and they would move on, get a job somewhere else and others would come in. No one leaves. <laughs> <laughs> they have found a home in a community and friends, like I said before. Uh, we do have two teammates that did uh, go to Harvest mm -hmm. for a while. Uh, Rick Wells, God love this man. Um, you know, he's been supportive of us from the beginnings, from, from before the beginning. And uh, so he hired two of our teammates there, and, um, and then COVID hit. So, um, but our teammates did very well there, but they didn't want to <laughs> leave Hugs. Right. So they worked at Harvest and at Hugs. Uh -huh. So, um, you know, we've got to work on this a little bit better because how do we impact the lives of more adults with special needs through employment? So we need to really work on this. <laughs> Um, our board just had a vision meeting, and that's one of the things that came up. We've got to do more. Right. So, because um, they're not going to leave us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th I think that They've speaks volumes. Place. That, you know, that speaks volumes to the culture you've created at Hugs that they don't want to leave. Um, and I think that's, um, that's not an easy thing to do. So, did you go through any challenges from, inception through now that you guys have, you know, what was one of your biggest challenges at the beginning that you've overcome um, that have, has kind of forced you to come up with, um, you know, creative solutions to things you didn't anticipate uh, when you opened Hugs? Well, do you want to talk about COVID or? <laughs> uh, to be perfectly honest with you, during COVID, uh, we did very well. Uh, you know, the buzzword pivot. We pivoted and um, we have an incredible, and I, I'm not saying this just because she's sitting on the side uh, of, of the room here, but we have an incredible woman uh, who is our director of development and marketing, and very creative. Uh, um, that is, creative is not a word that you describe me, even though I just said that this weekend that I would. But um, <laughs> in, in the fact that, um, you know, yes, I had a dream, and we now have Hugs Cafe. But with Lauren, um, she sees things that some of the others of us don't. And um, she, she doesn't hear no, um, as I don't. That was something that Rick Wells told me once. He <laughs> said, you really don't hear no, do you? <laughs> but um, Lauren is very creative in, okay, if we can't do this, if, if we can't sell sandwiches right now, if not this, then what if this? And um, so last year, we started um, selling items online. We added more teammates and started making jams and chutney and, and preserving these and selling them to the general public. Uh, she had a relationship with someone on the square um, 
Jasper and Petals, Jessica and Jasper and Petals, and she makes jewelry and, and candles and sells them in her store. Well, our teammates started learning how to make jewelry and candles. So, um, so we now have items that we sell retail that aren't, um, aren't edible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't eat, you know, a candle. But, <laughs> um, but we're branching out. And we were able to hire more adults with special needs or special abilities. And we're doing more. Uh, we're reaching more people through this endeavor. Uh, we have people who are selling these things wholesale in their stores. And more and more people are learning about what we are. So um, for, for that reason, pivoting in the age of COVID, just uh, we knocked it out of the park. We really did. Uh, and it's because we have someone who doesn't let something hinder her vision and is great with that. So uh, we're blessed in that way. Uh, otherwise, um, you may have heard me say, I never ran, ran a restaurant, never worked in a restaurant, never owned my own business, never never wrote a business plan. I mean, you know, there's so many things that I have never done that we had to do. And um, here we are. So um, there, there's a lot to learn, and we're learning every day uh, as we grow and as we look to our vision and, and where do we go from here. Awesome. I believe I remember this time last year when you couldn't have the restaurant open, weren't you selling lunch meat in packages? We were. <laughs> and you know what? We still do that. Um, I, I think everybody's back at, oh, I can go to my grocery store now and get that boar's head sliced meat, even though they can get that boar's head sliced meat at Hugs Cafe for probably less than what they're going to get it somewhere else at a grocery store. I'm just saying that online on this podcast that uh, someone can do that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. We don't need those grocery stores. No, no. <laughs> and all you have to do is call us. You know, I want a pound of boar's head ham and some uh, quarter pound Swiss cheese. We'll have it ready for you. We'll run it out to your car. I mean, come on. For, yeah. You know, we don't need an, a COVID excuse. Right. So, That's right. Yeah. Well, Whatever we could do to serve our public but to have those teammates in there and, and taking care of this. Absolutely. Making positives out of the lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's transition a little bit and talk to us about the Hugs Greenhouse. How did you get into that? Where did that vision come from? And how's that working out? <laughs> okay, that's another one of those... Um, not a a dream thing, but um, we needed to do more. And we had 23 adults with with special abilities at the cafe. They're not going anywhere. That's okay. (laughs) Uh, You know, we're not going to push them out. That's okay. We love them all. How do we do more? How do we impact more lives? So I, we, um, Young Men's Service League, 
came and built a beautiful patio behind us, uh, behind the cafe. Uh, it was really a, just a little alley, and mm-hmm. we've got a nice patio back there, and they planted some flowers and a, a beautiful bed there. And I was watching some of our teammates really enjoying pulling the weeds and snipping the flowers. And, and we had some basil and, and things that we use in the cafe, and, and they really enjoyed doing that. So I thought, okay, why don't we have a greenhouse? I kill anything that is green and living. <laughs> I cannot do that. Yeah, that's me. You're uh, pointing at me. <laughs> I'm with you, sister. Yeah. Um, so I put it out on Facebook. Okay, this is what we're thinking about doing, but I don't know how to do it. I didn't even go to my board and ask them for permission. <laughs> I just said, I, I need to talk to people. Uh, I need some guidance Please, if you are interested in helping us do this, I'm going to have a meeting on this night at this time at this place. I hope someone shows up. (laughs) There were three people who provide flowers to the Arboretum. Uh, Bill Crump from Crump's Nursery was there. David Shelton was there, who is kind of our handyman. And um, a couple of others. So we're, we're talking, they're telling me what we need. We need to be um, zoned agriculture. We need to be outside of the city limits because you, you, it's better to be zoned agriculture if you're out of the city limits. I mean, they're telling me all of these things. I'm going, okay, where are we going to get some land? And David Shelton, he and his wife, Kari, had already talked about this. They live on 30 acres outside of McKinney, and they said, we would love to lease some land to you for a dollar. (laughs) So, uh, okay, we've got a place. I don't know how to do this. (laughs) And Bill Crump from Crump's Nursery, he had retired by then and sold the nursery. Um, He said, I've talked to my wife. I want to run it for you. So we have the best person in the North Texas area, Dewey, running this. We have land and room to grow. And um, here we are. The, the community just supported us in raising funds to put, put in a barn and put in a couple of greenhouses. And now they can continue to support us so that we can add more. The more greenhouses and shade structures that we add, the more teammates we can employ. So uh, it's just been really great. That's so exciting. Yeah, it is. So tell us a little about a little bit about the greenhouse. I'm going tomorrow, but I haven't had a chance to go there yet. And for those of us that, that haven't been there, um, like, tell us how how big is it? Do you know how many variety of plants that you have? <laughs> tell us tell us what we'll find when we go out there. I don't know the number of varieties of plants. You can find that on our website. Uh, however, we have two enclosed greenhouses that are uh, approximately 90 by 40 feet. And I, uh, you know, um, we have three shade structures that are approximately the same uh, dimensions. 
And uh, in one of those greenhouses, we received a grant from, uh, I believe it was MCDC, um, so that we could put in what we needed so that we our teammates could learn to propagate. Uh, we didn't grow a lot of uh, perennials before that. Now we can grow more perennials and they can propagate and continue to grow year-round. Uh, it was pretty exciting when, when we got um, that grant and to have MCDC come out and, um, you know, do a ribbon cutting and that type of thing and see what our teammates are, are learning about propagation. They had no clue what that word was. Um, I think my husband still has to look it up. <laughs> I'm like, can um, you give us a definition? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, most of the plants that we grow are annuals. Um, we do grow some herbs. Uh, we grow some tomato plants, some pepper plants, those types of things. Um, again, to sell to the general public to plant in your vegetable garden. Mm. Um, and if it goes in mine, to kill in my vegetable <laughs> garden. <laughs> but it, 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 uh, it really is uh, amazing to see, especially this time of year as everything's beginning to, to grow and, and the flowers are beginning to pop and you just see the sea of, of color and uh, it's, it's pretty incredible. We do have one young man out there who is a butterfly expert and in fact, he has a butterfly garden at home, and it is on the National Monarch Migration Registry. Yes, and his name is Hunter, and Hunter can tell you every plant that you need for butterfly gardening, whether it be for attracting butterflies or for butterflies to come and feed on so that they can... Um, you know, eat and, and then do their chrysalis and, and become these beautiful butterflies. Um, and he can tell you every single reason why you put this, why whatever plant it is goes into your butterfly garden. And he can tell you why you don't put plant X in your butterfly garden because it will dis distract from the butterflies. Oh, wow, that's so cool. Oh, go out and talk. Just have a conversation with Hunter about butterfly gardening. He's, he's, it is fun. It is that's a lot really of fun. Cool. And you're still, like I said, you're standing there in this sea of color and, and listening to Hunter tell you, you know, why, what butterflies will, will come to your garden. It, it's pretty amazing. So cool. So maybe an idea for those of us that would kill the tomato plant, mm. maybe some of the Hugs team members can start growing the tomatoes for us and we could buy them already grown so okay. we don't have to worry about <laughs> killing the plant. <laughs> we'll just buy the tomatoes okay, to the so, plant. So that's our next vision is to become farmers. I love it. Okay. That's, what, that's what you and I need. Okay. <laughs> it, it certainly is. Yes. It's perfect. Now, where exactly is the greenhouse located? It is 30... 3054 County Road 205. Okay. <laughs> it, uh, the, actually, the official address has changed, but you can't find it on Google. Um, 
maybe you can. Uh, last time I looked, you could not find it on Google. So okay. you know how they change address, change your address or your your road address or your street address, and then it takes five years before it it pops up on Google. But if you want to try that, it is one one five one Cottage Hill Parkway, Got and it. this is all in McKinney. Okay. Yes. That's great. Yeah. So let's back up a little bit and talk to us. Let's talk about you. Um, did you grow up here in the McKinney area or where did you grow up and what's kind of led you to where you're at today? <laughs> I grew up in Georgia. Okay. I grew up, you're going to laugh at this when I say that I kill plants, but I grew up on a farm in south central Georgia. Um and daddy, you grew tomatoes and uh, yeah. Okay. I didn't get that from my father. You're going for a full circle. That's right. That's right. But notice I said, I'm not, I don't work out at the greenhouse. <laughs> uh, no, I, I grew up in Georgia, um, got married, moved away from Georgia. I lived in Colorado for 30 years and uh, my husband's job brought us to Texas uh, in 2004. Um, I've worn many hats in my adult career lifetime, uh, from a travel agent to an accountant to um, you know, customer service representatives, all sorts of different things. Um, I, I, I don't have a college degree, but I have a degree in life and have, have learned a lot. The last job that I had in Colorado, and I was I was that person who was always looking, what am, what am I passionate for about, and why am I here, God? Uh, the last job that I had there was executive director of a company that provided respite care or rest for families who had adults with or children with special needs, and fell in love with a population that I really had no experience with. Uh, I helped them start an adult day program, and then we moved down here. I knew I wanted to continue that work. In 2004, Texas ranked 48th in programs and funding for the disabled community. Uh, we are now, um, we went down to 50th. We've now gone back, back up to 49th, so... Anyway, uh, there were very few opportunities for me uh, in that line of work. I love to cook. Market Street here was looking for a manager of their cooking school. So I applied for that job. They asked me about my passion. I told them. They said, make it work here. So I started cooking classes for adults with special needs. And the rest is history. So exciting. Yeah. So is that that first touch with the community in Colorado, that was your first experience working with folks with with special abilities. Is that something you knew right away? This is this is why I'm here. This is what I want to do with the rest of my life. Or is that just something over time you really kind of grew to love that community? You know, I found out as I uh, was working more with adults um, that that's where my passion lied. Um, there's, there's a, a, everyone loves the children, but the adults with special abilities in, in many communities just seem to be forgotten. 
And when, when I saw that, that's, that's when I knew it. This is what I've got to do. And um, that was it. It was not immediate because uh, everyone that I dealt with at first uh, were children with special abilities. And, and don't, take, don't take this wrong. I, they're just incredible people also. But the adults are the ones who are sometimes left behind. And that's uh, why I'm doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. Yep. I can, I can definitely understand the need for that. That's something you don't think about every day until you're kind of involved in what's going on to, to see those types of things. Right. Right. This is what retirement looks like for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So this may be the first time folks in this area may be hearing about hugs and the hugs mission, for those, um, those adults with the special abilities and the families of those who know them uh, very well, what can they do to get involved in the HUGS mission? What's available for them to kind of look into HUGS? Wonderful question. Um, okay, first of all, we have HUGS prep. Those are classes. On, okay, we're open from Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, from 11 to 2, Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 3 on Saturday, um, hopefully soon opening on Sunday and offering some breakfast items. But um, on Mondays when we're closed, we have cooking classes. Go figure. Yeah. We have cooking <laughs> classes for adults with special abilities, and um, they can always apply to take our classes uh, we will be adding additional classes uh, shortly. Um, they, we have, well, before COVID, we had uh, socials, a couple of socials every year. And that's something that everyone might enjoy getting involved in, in helping out with our, us produce a social. And it was always um, a dance. Oh, my gosh. These guys, I don't care who they are, they love to dance. Put on some music, they are shaking their booty. And so we, we've twice a year tried to have a, a nice social for them. And we open it up to the, com the, the community at large. Uh, we have had in, at previous socials, People drive for three hours and get a hotel room because there's nothing for their loved one like that wow. in their community. So to, to come to some of our socials or, or sign up for some of our socials, follow us on social media. We're always posting about what's going on. Um, we hope that you know, things open up more so that we can have uh, the dances and and uh, get our everyone together again. Of right. course, we all hope that. Um, you can just send us an email at info at hugscafe.org and let us know you they want to get on our wait list. Um, I say that no one leaves, and so you say, why would you want to be on a wait list? We are talking about expansion, and we don't know right now what that is going to look like, but our, our board is very serious, and we're looking at a you know one- to three-year plan 
So there may be other hugs very soon. Um, so if we know about you, and if we do have something come up, then we have contact information, and, and that's just so important. Also, something that I haven't mentioned is what HUG stands for, um, our, our core values, or hope, understanding, grace, and success. This is what we offer um, everyone that walks through the doors. So, um, yeah, if they want to get involved in any way, info at hugscafe.org. Excellent. Yeah. So what about the Hugs Gala? We have been in years past, and it was amazing. And I know with COVID last year, um, that kind of put a damper on things. But do we have another one in the works? And it was a phenomenal fundraiser. It is a phenomenal fundraiser. And I can't read your question. <laughs> I'm sneaking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, it is on the horizon. <laughs> you know what? Our fundraiser, our gala for for this year, really worked well. Um, I was very apprehensive, uh, and Lauren and her team planned and planned and planned all year long for um, both in person and virtual and. In person, in person, in person, and I think maybe two months before the board called her and said, mm -mm, no in person. So talk about pivoting. <laughs> <laughs> but she also had alternate plans, you know, formulated, and she said, okay, here's what we're gonna do then. So we had our first virtual. Uh, hopefully our last, but I mean, maybe we have to add a virtual component to it in the future. Who knows? But it was really, really well received and very well done. We had John Christopher Davis and his band performing virtually. Um, it, it was very well done. And we we did very, very well. Awesome. Uh, I, I was just very excited. Uh, our next gala, we do have a date for it, January the 29th, 2022 at the Cotton Mill. So um, put that in your, your brain. That will definitely be exciting. And, and <laughs> we are praying for in-person. Absolutely. <laughs> and I can definitely vouch that the in-person galas we've been to have been a load of fun. I mean, sometimes you go to these charity galas and it's... Um, you know they're fun. You're you're stuffy? you're yes yes. <laughs> it's stuffy. We had so much fun with the auction. I mean the energy that was the highest energy auction I've ever been to. You remember how much fun that was? It was really fun. So they are fun. Yes, ours are fun. Yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. Yes. So what do you need from the community? What can the community? McKinney and the surrounding area do for you and do for hugs? Right now, we need butts and seats. Uh, and I know that this is a difficult time. People are still, do I want to go to a restaurant? Do I not want to go to a restaurant? Um, 
Our teammates are back at work. Um, we talk about meaningful employment, not employment where they're washing the same or wiping down or sanitizing the same table over and over and over, whether there's someone there or not. Mm -hmm. We need people to have lunch with us. Um, and it's, it's not the money factor. It's the purpose factor right. for them. Um, so the community can just, everybody who listens to your podcast can put on their calendar one day a month that they are going to have lunch at Hugs. Uh, all they have to do, they can do Google Calendar, whatever they do, <laughs> paper calendar, which I've gone back to, but once a month, go to eat at Hugs or call in and we'll bring it out to your car. Mm -hmm. But our teammates need to be busy. Right. Um, they, they want to be busy. They, they, don't, they don't understand when they're not busy. Mm -hmm. They don't understand what to do um, because their purpose is that job. So absolutely. Okay. And buy flowers, of course. Yes. Now we do, we've got the greenhouse, but we also uh, are at the farmer's market at Chestnut Square every Saturday with our um, plants. So go there. Just, you know, support us in those ways. We're... We're a social enterprise. We're a nonprofit organization that has a way of making some of our funds by producing a product. Uh, if enough people buy those sandwiches and flowers, we don't have to have a gala, but I think you would like for us to have a gala, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Whether okay. you need it or not, you really need to have a gala. Those are so much fun. So much fun. Yes. Well, thanks for joining us today, Ruth. We really appreciate it. And a special thanks to Lauren for hooking us up and getting us together today. So um, until then, we'll see you next time. Bye.